You're the dummy that don't believe in science All your projects always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science He's got a big on his back and he's green Venusaur I didn't think of the rest of the lyrics to this <laughs> Venusaur <laughs> Yep, and yep then, we did it Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, dude, that was that was straight comedy right there so who are we doing this week? Um, we're doing we're doing the the big the big green boy the OG grass. We're doing Venusaur. He's a big old boy. But before we get into that, Blake needs to give out his hot tip for the for I don't know for the week. I don't know. This probably isn't going to be a usual thing. But so coming from someone in the roofing business, oh, when. When you're looking at a house and you're like, want to know what this roof needs? And you're like, it needs something. Don't choose a skylight. This is for both mine and your own benefit. For <laughs> for people who do the roof, it sucks. But for your benefit, like all this condensation happens there and it's going to ruin your roof. It's going to ruin your paint. It's going to ruin your insulation. It's worth, it's not worth the money that it, it's, it's going to cost you so much. Don't do it. For everyone's sake, don't, just don't, if you see a skylight and you're like, I kind of want that, realize, no, you don't. It's not worth it. It's, it destroys your house. Don't do it. Now, on the flip side, everybody, go, go get a sunroof thing because you save money on lights. You don't have to, the sun's free, guys. (laughs) You don't have to pay for it and it just comes right in the house and you, you kind of get that feeling of outside you gotta get a sunroof. They're just small. They're just kind of there. It's nice. Yeah, I feel like we need both sides, Blake. Yeah. So just don't get a don't get a skylight. Don't get one of those those little bubbles that you put on your roof. Don't do it. Don't do it, people. <laughs> I know. I know whose house you're doing. Not because I drove past you four <laughs> times, but because I've been in that house and I walk under that sunroof every once in a while. Okay. But yeah. Out of Blake's hot hot tip, the this the. The new hottest segment coming to you live, but we're out of there. Uh, I guess one little piece of Pokemon news. Uh, the latest episode of Twilight Wings is out now, I'm pretty sure. That's like episode five. Um, so yeah, if you're, really, if you're really into that, you can go. Well, actually, I'm into that. I've watched the first episode. I still need, I still need to watch the rest of those. But uh, yeah. So yeah, we're going back. We're doing Venusaur. Someone who really who would enjoy a skylight in their house, uh, no matter how much I hate it, they would enjoy it. So we're finishing this old Bulbasaur line, and Venusaur, old old daddy Bulbasaur, uh, comes in at number three in the Pokedex, and just like its pre-evolutions, it's categorized as the seed Pokemon. Venusaur is dual type grass and poison type, and evolves from Ivysaur at level 32. Now, Venusaur also has a mega evolution and needs the Venusaurite to do so. And starting this week that this episode comes out, I think... Two days after this, I think, because I think this will come out Monday, and I think on Wednesday this will come out. But the Isle of Armor DLC for Sword and Shield will come out, and that's going to be introducing the Venusaur Gigantamax form, which should be cool. We'll talk more about that later in the episode. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm going to be spending that Wednesday night just just playing Pokemon. So that's going to be it's going to be pretty lit. So okay, I still need to get that one. Either Dude. one, actually. Oh my gosh, I love those. I guess I'd recommend Sword since that's the one you've already played, so you won't have to start over again. But uh, that is true. I will get Sword then eventually. Well, first I need to finish Three Houses. Uh, Three Houses is a different game. <laughs> Nowhere near affiliated to any of the Pokemon <laughs> games. Man, po- Pokemon's fun. 
and that's why we do this because Pokemon's cool. So <clears throat> we have Venusaur. It has a name, and it's Venusaur. And Venusaur comes from the words Venus and Soar, with Venus referring to the Venus flytrap plant, and then Soar, just like Bulbasaur and Ivysaur, it just means like lizard, even though it's a toad. But how you do? Venusaur's Japanese name is Fushigibana, which is a pun on Fushigi Nahana, which means strange flower. So kind of just a, it's apparently Venusaur's Japanese name is a pun, which I love. That's, yeah. Gotta love those. Now, uh, Venusaur has its two normal abilities of overgrown chlorophyll with chlorophyll being its hidden ability. And then when it's mega evolves, it gains the ability thick fat. Now for overgrow, uh, that's just when your health is at one third or lower, your grass type moves do 50% more damage. And then chlorophyll, your speed is doubled while in harsh sunlight. Now, thick fat is one we haven't talked about before. We haven't talked about twice before also with the other two. So I felt like we didn't really need to dive too deep into that. Uh, so if you really want to know the end, the super in-depth of that, you can go back to like our Bulbasaur episode. We talked a, we talked a few minutes on each of those because there's other stuff to deal with it. If you really want to know, go back to that one pretty early in it. So Thick Fat makes it so you take half damage from both fire and ice type moves. First off, this is just a great ability because it gives you two resistances effectively. And this is great for Venusaur because it both fire and ice are normally resistances. I mean weaknesses for Venusaur. But when you get that, they become neutral to it. And it allows Venusaur, when it mega evolves, to really... Uh, fall into that more defensive archetype that it kind of has but it takes it allows it to take more hits it, it already gets a little bulkier when it mega evolves we'll talk about that later and it's yeah it's a good really good ability for and it's a great ability for this pokemon specifically it's just because yeah you wouldn't want this ability if you were already if you were like four times weak you wouldn't want it there because you're gonna get it and you're just gonna be two times weak now so it's not really helping you much and you also don't want it if you're already resistant to it because then you're 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 extra resistant but it's diminishing returns you want it if you're neutral or weak just normally normally weak so great ability just want to probably one of the better ones out there yeah that is that seems just good yeah, not just too solid. many pokemon get it though which is honestly pretty rel it's good that it doesn't come i think snorlax gets it so Alright, you know what time it is. It's time for Gabe's Fun Time Play Corner. Uh, oh, it says it's closed for plumbing <laughs> temporarily. Uh, let me ask a quick question. So, you said that its Japanese name is... Let me find it here again. Fushigi Banana. <laughs> so, in the, in, the, in, the, in the game, or in the anime, if it's in Japanese, does, like, alright, go Venusaur, and it goes, Fushigi Banana. Or does, does it say Venusaur? I don't... I don't know. I've I haven't watched huh. too much of the non-English dubbed anime, um, just because I watched it a lot when I was a kid and didn't really understand yeah. the difference in subs and dubs. Um, so I might have to. I'll look into that, and for next week's episode, I will give us an answer to that. Or if someone wants to email us and just tell me, because that would also be cool. But like. That's in, like, a week from now, so. Yeah. Oh, they they just took the sign off. All right, Gabe's Fun Time Play Corners. It seems like it's back <laughs> up. So, uh, I'm about to step in the door here. So, it looks like the uh, gender ratio is about 87.5 to 
12.5%, males being 87.5. This puts them at a 7 to 1 male to female ratio. Uh, is that the same as yeah. mm-hmm. the other one? Bulbasaur? Generally, so. they when they evolve, they receive the same. There, I think there are a couple that don't. I might look into that because I think there are some okay. that can technically change gender on evolving. Now, I'm not 100% sure on that. That might have just been a fever dream I had. But it's possible. It might be. It's possible that's possible. All right. I feel like we talked about we might that have, before. I don't know. Maybe Poss- last week. No, I just flubbed a lot of stuff last week. That's probably what's on my mind now. All right. Its catch rate is 45 or 11.9%. Uh, egg groups are monster and grass. Its family hatch time is 5,140 to 5,396 steps, the same as Bulbasaur and Venusaur. Uh, the height, Venusaur's base height is 6 feet 7 inches or 2 meters. When Meg evolved, it becomes 7 foot 10 inches or 2.4 meters. When Gigantamaxed, I almost said Gigamaxed <laughs> again, Venusaur is, holy crap, 78 feet and 9 inches or 24 meters tall for the people that, for most of the people in the world, yeah. actually. For the cool people. Uh, the for the cool people that sometimes talk funny, I'm looking at you, Britain. But hey, I love you. It, it, it's a you good a thing. Better, you have a better number system than we do, so. Yeah. I, I, I think we do have them in the Fahrenheit department. Well, I'm, I'm, all right, I'm going to say something here. Quick detour. It seems like it's been closed momentarily. Gabe's Fun Corner again. Fahrenheit is good for mm-hmm. body temp. Like, oh, what's the, what's the temp outside? It's... 55 degrees fahrenheit Mm -hmm. that's good cooking you should go celsius also with planes and stuff celsius is the way to go kelvin i really don't know that's i'm pretty sure kelvin is only really there to measure like really really cold like absolute zero type temperatures that's what it's there for i'm pretty sure so why isn't there like an anti kelvin though like this is uh the heat of the Uh, sun the heat of the sun is zero and we uh, go because up I'm pretty there. sure the only difference between Kelvin and Celsius is that you add like 270 something to whatever Celsius is to so it makes that absolute zero is zero is the only is the change that that's the reason Kelvin's there is just to make absolute zero zero. But when you have like so there's only a certain amount you can go low, but it's like you don't have that much difference as that you can go high, I think is the reason. Uh, that's huh. from what I understand from like middle school science. That's <laughs> I think that's why we don't have like an anti Kelvin, like a Kevin. Huh. A, ke- <laughs> a Kevin scale. Okay. Actually, I really want to make that now. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Let- all right. We actually walked into Gabe's science time play corner. Let's go back into the fun time area. Where uh, was I? Just did the wait, hunts. wait. Weight. Its base weight is two hundred and twenty point five pounds or ten kilograms. What was that? I thought you were saying like weight as in telling me to weigh, but the weight. Oh, <laughs> so I just had like no, 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 no. Oh, that weight. <laughs> I'm just dumb. Just go. <laughs> In mega form, its weight W E I G H T. Well, no T, no T. W E I G H s 342.8 pounds or 155.5 kilograms 
Giga Giganta Gigantamaxed is just a series of question marks. I feel like we've seen that yeah, a with, couple times. Uh, Gigantamax uh, Lapras. I think Gigantamax Lapras might yeah. actually be the exact same height as well as Venusaur. Just a little fun, fun fact there. Uh, it is its base experience yield was two hundred eight up till Generation Five, where it became two hundred thirty six. Big up, big ups here. It has a leveling rate of medium-slow, making it take 1,059,860 experience to get it to level 100. Sorry about that. I'll be more normal now. It's EV yield. No, I won't. It's EV yield is two in special attack and one in special defense. It is the only... No, it is in the body group of Pokemon with a quadruped body. Footprint, it's the same one. It's... The Pac-Man with his tongue sticking out. Or a spike. This one actually, it kind of looks like a... a yes. Like a, a little bit spikier tulip, or like that type of like flower bulb. I can yeah. Also... It's like the piranha plant going Ooh. straight up, and it sticks that's out a good its way to, That's actually... That's I, a great way to put it, actually. Except it doesn't have yeah. as many teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no actually, teeth, too, too, not as piranha many teeth plant. as in no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few less. Just a couple. Last, but certainly not least, it has a base friendship of 70 in all games except the current Gen 8 game where it is 50. Uh, recap, uh, is that, does that mean that Venusaur doesn't like you as much in this game? Um, I guess technically, because just... Just doesn't but, like the Scots? That's no, little, it's just, I think ugh. they were, they just changed around, because they changed around a little bit on, like, how friendship worked a little bit. So I think they just kind of lowered a lot of the Pokemon's base one, so. I think Pokemon just hate Scottish people. I hate to, I hate to break it to everybody. Yeah, there's, there is a lot of Pokemon that probably were just like, yeah, you're not my type, guys. They <laughs> <laughs> just want to leave oh. Dollar, but we won't let them. <laughs> like, what are you saying? It's like almost English, but like, not quite. It's not quite British either. Are you, are you having a stroke? Those. Or <laughs> did you get an ambulance? An ambulance? I'll get Vina Vina. I can't really. Vina Vina. V- one one. I don't know. Do they have nine? No, I'm not gonna go into whether or not they have nine one one Pokemon. That's oh my gosh. What? All right. What? What? I was playing the game and like the first thing they said is like something about the telly, like some about oh, the yeah. television. But but they they call it something really <laughs> weird. And I was like, what are they talking about? It took me like two minutes of staring at it to realize they were talking about yeah. television. I, ha- I have to look yeah. it up now. Uh, one thing is that like the Sword and Shield games did really good at having some characters that talk like people from Scott. Like there's, I think there's a meme, like I saw a meme of it too, but there's like a like police officer that's like, oh, you want to you wanna fight me, mate? And it's like something like that. And it's so good. It's all caps. It's top tier. I'm like, I'm, hey, the dialogue is one of my favorite from Sword and Shield. I'm just gonna say that one. What do I even look up? Scottish Scottish accent words? Maybe I... Words. Something like that. Okay, so we'll get into Venusaur's appearance and its design. So first way, when I was writing down this document and I'm like, what... How do I want to describe Venusaur? The first thing that came to mind was this. Um, so a great way to describe Venusaur is as an angry toad with a big plant on its back. It's <laughs> honestly, it's just 
pretty true, but, you know, I'll go into a little more specifics. So one thing, as stated by Bulbapedia, the specific toad it resembles is the common toad or the Colorado River toad, both of which are known to secrete a toxin from their heritage glands, I think is how that's pronounced, which is likely where the inspiration behind the secondary poison typing for the line came from. It is also worth noting that Venusaur was the first of this evolutionary line to be designed and they worked backwards. So the resemblance to the toad and the fact that it's poison type likely is not a coincidence and that's actually very purposeful. So I just want to state that so people don't think like, oh, what if it's just a coincidence? No, this is very likely very purposeful there. So on top of those basic design choices, Venusaur has bumpy blue-green colored skin. It has six fangs in its mouth, two on its upper jaw, and four in its lower. Each of its feet feet have three claws on them. The plant on Venusaur's back is a large pink flower with large white spots. This flower is rather obviously based around the, the Rafflesia or the corpse flower, which gets its name from the smell it gives off, which is that of rotting flesh. This flower is supported by a strong brown trunk with, with a whole bunch of leaves at its base that look very much like palm leaves. Another interesting fact is that the female Venusaur has a seed in the center of its flower, like at the center of the bulb. But it's not a bulb anymore, it's just a, it's the, the, the flower. I don't know why I had to go deeper into that. Now, if you Mag-Evolve Venusaur, it changes its look. As you might expect if you know the idea of Mag-Evolving. So, in this form, Venusaur's flower grows larger and two smaller pink flowers bloom. One in the middle of its forehead and one on its rear, as stated by Bulbapedia. Uh, additional leaves uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, grow and they are held up by vines from the trunk. Another change is that below the flower on its forehead, Mega Venusaur develops dark marks, making it kind of triangle like shape. It also gets just a little stockier, bulkier. Um, I, I think it's a good design. It looks cool. Uh, Wouldn't you? Yeah. It's got a very saggy face, it does. though. Okay. Yeah, you know. Sorry. I didn't mean to wail on Venusaur <laughs> just, there. Just but... destroy him. Get him. Oh, sorry, Venusaur. He's got a saggy face. <laughs> uh. <laughs> In its Gigantamax form, Venusaur's flower grows so large that it creates like a canopy over over the Pokemon. The leaves hang down looking like kind of like a fur coating over its back and legs and a little bit over its head. On its underbelly are now some light green diamond shapes. Now, in Venusaur's shiny form, its skin turns to the more yellow-green color and it turns its flower from pink to yellow. When its mega evolves, its trunk also goes from a from the dark brown to a lighter brown color, but otherwise it has the same color scheme changes as normal Venusaur. We don't know currently if there's going to be any differences um, for shiny Gigantamaxed Venusaur, because since it's technically not in the game yet, we no one has had the ability to get a shiny Gigantamax Venusaur yet, so we don't know exactly how that will look, but it's probably going to have the same color scheme changes, but if there's like if there's something like wild change to it, um, I might bring it up in a later episode just because it might be worth noting. Now, one thing before we move on, I want everyone at home to look up Venusaur with its bulb closed because it it just looks like a giant Bulbasaur, and it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Y'all need to see it. Uh, that yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's just. It's just, it's, it's a very beautiful image. I think everyone needs to see it. So I just wanted to bring that up. Whoa. There's also a Venusaur without a bulb, which is also pretty, pretty bad. I don't like that. Okay, well, I know what I'm, I'm about to look up. 
Well, that, that was actually the first one I saw. Venusaur bulb closed. It's just Venusaur with no bulb. And it looks like, I don't know, a, a weird frog. Well, thing. I'm looking at this right now and... I don't even know. It's like a bumpy frog with big old nasty mm -hmm. teeth, but like cat ears. Yeah, actually the concept of Venusaur without a bulb is actually going to be the center of a segment later on in the... Ah, uh, well, it's gonna. There's an idea. It'll it'll look a lot better. I will. I'll say the one the idea okay, that I okay. have isn't going to be as terrifying because it'll. Yeah, we'll talk about that okay. more later. Oh shoot! Is uh, it my turn? Is that why you're pausing? Let me. Also, no, stop. Yeah, I totally wasn't I? taking a sip of my pop. It was totally. I was totally oh, waiting shoot. on you, girl. Is it my uh, turn? Oh yeah. Major appearances. Aha! Major appearances. Spencer's Venusaur. What a what a man that Spencer. Uh, this Venusaur debuted in cutting the ties that bind. That's probably a joke with Venusaur with his viney <laughs> things. I get it. Uh, which is episode 163 for all you folks out there that want to watch it. Uh, of advanced generations, Spencer had a Venusaur use the move Sweet Scent to drive away the furious Beedrill. Just one. I'm a not sure. I'm not sure if, if that's Beedrill. Plural or not, I didn't go to watch the episode. I actually, I wrote this one last night. I mean, oh, I totally yeah. wrote this a lot farther in advance, and I totally. We're better than I'm that, sorry. Blake. By us, I mean hey, you. You're making hey, me look I bad. get tired after. <laughs> I have. I'm physically exhausted after work. I don't. I don't always have time yeah. to do. It. Well, I have the time, but I don't always. I don't always feel like it. So I kind of. I kind of waited the last night. I mean, till like three weeks ago, because I'm like super ahead of schedule. <laughs> yep. Gosh, what do you do all day? I don't even day? know. Probably nothing. Still, still on the <laughs> I roof. I just sit on a roof and shoot. Yep. Uh -huh. Shoot the breeze. I oh, is that what you were going to say? Nice. Oh. <laughs> okay, now we can move on to Pokedex entries. So, in Red vs. Blue, it states that the plant blooms when it is absorbing solar energy. It stays on the move to seek sunlight. That's, yeah, there's nothing much special with that. That's like yeah. pretty basic note basic you look at venus or you're like that's a that's a plant it probably wants sunlight <laughs> uh in stadium absorb solar energy as nutrition when it is catching the sun's rays it often remains quiet and still much like my cat <laughs> yeah that was my cat not yeah. blake's man i, I kind of want a cat but cats are cool in gold, it says, By spreading the broad petals of its flower and catching the sun's rays, it fills its body with power. Alright, in silver, it is able to convert sunlight into energy. As a result, it is more powerful in the summertime. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of fun. It's got like that extra, how much How much extra power do you think it is? I'm going to guess 10, at least, 10% extra uh, power. According to game, it would probably, I mean, according to like the anime, just... If if it was the main character's Pokemon, it'd probably be like double. It's easily doubles his power. Uh, if it's the <laughs> opponent, it's gonna start. It's probably gonna be like oh, I'm gonna say somewhere between ten to maybe fifty, depending on what type of enemy, how big of a character it is. Uh, I could see okay. somewhere. I just feel like your mom scream. <laughs> no, my mic would never pick that up. No, it totally did. Let's pretend that you didn't do that. <laughs> She's got girls' night tonight. I don't know what they're doing. They had a chair down there, but they took out the cushion seat. <laughs> right, that's... I don't know. 
is, is some, yeah. some wacky stuff. But <clears throat> I think it's me now. Where where are we? It is I, you now, fool. I am the fool. It wasn't me. Crystal? So, Crystal. As it warms itself and absorbs the sunlight, its flower petals release a pleasant fragrance. <sighs> I'm gonna guess watermelon. Like a, like a thick watermelon scent. The good, the good kind. So, so if you drink, if you drink water and smell that, it's gonna be just like LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gosh, I hate LaCroix. Um, it's not just angry water. It is. Uh, ruby slash sapphire. Uh, there's a large flower on Venusaur's back. Thank you for that. Yeah, you really need to know uh, The that flowers... <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, the flower is said to take on vivid colors if it gets plenty of nutrients and sunlight. The flower's aroma soothes the emotions of people. Beautiful. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's very in- interesting that, like, it's a... So, what they're not saying is that the smell is <laughs> like a drug. Uh, <laughs> it's what... It's kind of... It's kind of what they're saying, because I'm like, because especially if you go into the next one, Fire Red, it says, A bewitching aroma wafts from its flower. The fragrance becalms those engaged in battle. Just like, they they kind of doubled down in like the next game, and they were like, it's a bewitching aroma. I'm like, they're just telling <laughs> me that they God, it's, I think it's, it's weed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it like a huge walking Febreze can that just emits weed smoke i it kind of sounds like it like as we're reading these it's i can't i'm not gonna say no i'm not gonna say that's not what it seems like it but uh did you remember when febreze would like blindfold people <laughs> and throw in the back of people's like vans Dude, that was the golden age of commercials <laughs> oh, that was something. uh i just wanted everybody to remember that quick anyways <laughs> are you getting kidnapped <laughs> is this a febreze commercial <laughs> Dude, I freaking love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Diamond Ford slash Pearl. Uh, after a rainy day, the flower on its back smells stronger. The scent attracts other Pokemon. It's kind of like when you have the one cat outside your door and it meows so you give it food. <laughs> and then you open it the next day and there's now 20 cats now meowing for food. Uh, That's kind of the thing I'm getting on. Uh, but, but with rain. I can, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Well, sorry, I had to down that. <laughs> down that. Oh, <laughs> that was me. I had some, like, darker peppers back in, like, the back of my throat, and that was oh my, my obvious way of getting it down the hatchet. I, I, I just had an image of, like, like Tom the cat, like, when it looks straight up and he has a fish, and he just drops it and swallows it whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I do. From Tom and Jerry. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. In the anime, Venusaur has demonstrated the ability to manipulate nature, release several vines from its back, and lead evolution ceremonies for Bulbasaur and Ivysaur. The most interesting there being, in my opinion, the manipulating nature, which is a very interesting and strange... And powerful ability for a Pokemon to have, but like I thought you were gonna say the ceremonies. I I'd be way more impressed if I saw like a a priest or <laughs> Venusaur up there and he's like, "Enough, <laughs> you shall evolve," and then, they'll do it. 
I think that's more impressive. You know, you see Pokemon that can nuke the Earth with a snap of their fingers. Let me say something else. With a blast of their fire <laughs> brawl breath. If I saw this thing manipulating the nature around it, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of neat. <laughs> but uh, ceremonies, that one didn't... Oh, I- that one wasn't the one? I, I guess it's just because I have seen the episode, I think it's like Bulbasaur's hitting Guardian or whatever. I've seen that episode like a dozen times at this point. So it's like, that that thing is just, that part's so ingrained into Venusaur for me that it doesn't surprise me probably. It's probably why I was just like, oh yeah, that's just, I'm like, yeah, that's just Venusaur. What are you talking about? Like, <sighs> just this. I find that super duper cool. Yeah, that is. I'm sad that you do not see it cool anymore. Yeah. As cool. That was, because that was the, like, first seasons of Pokemon. I watched that a lot. I've watched through that many, many a times. Like, uh, the newer seasons. Now. I need to watch it again. Dude, let's let's do it sometime. I'm down. All right. Mega Venusaur. Let's go, games. In order to support its flower, which has grown large due to the Mega Evolution, its back and legs have become stronger. Probably like most of its body, yeah. if I were to guess. Sadly, Mega Venusaur doesn't have, like, the really cool, um, there's some Mega Evolutions that have, like, really cool things that's like, it melted down its body to create scythes for hands, and it's in constant pain. It's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Pokemon. It's in constant pain. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's just like super metal ones, and then there's just, it's like Venusaur just gets yeah, it has thick legs now. I just want Venusaur to have like a freaking six pack and just be chiseled. <laughs> <laughs> like this Venusaur's freaking ripped. It's <laughs> like the chat of all Pokemon now. Oh, oh my god! I think I can find that on the internet. You probably can. Sadly. Tempted. Uh, moving on to Gigantamax Venusaur. And this stuff is actually taken directly from the Pokemon website because, as we kind of mentioned, like, last week's episode, a lot of Pokemon had, uh, that are going to be coming with the Pokemon DLCs had information go up on the Pokemon website. And so we got a lot of information on uh, Gigantamax Venusaur, which is really cool. So we have that here. And I'm just taking it directly from that website. So this is directly quoted from there. So it says, the power of Gigantamaxing has made Venusaur's flower bloom so large that it covers the Pokemon's body. The flower's petals are extremely thick and springy enough to repel half-hearted attacks. During battle, the Pokemon uses these petals as a shield and swings its two thick vines around to attack its target. So is it kind of like a tornado attack is what I'm getting at? Um, Or is it more like a spinning blade propeller attack? I would say closer to that because... Uh, I would assume it's kind of just using them kind of as whips more is kind of how okay. I would have, I imagine it using it, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Uh, the next one, the flower on the Pokemon's back spews so much pollen that it resembles a volcanic eruption. Dude, that's awesome. Inhaling the pollen can cause uncontrollable sneezing and breathing and too much of it can even cause fainting. Oh no, that sounds... Honestly, not as bad as I thought it no, would be. No, yeah, I thought, I thought it would be was... like, and it kills you instantly. Yeah, that's what I thought they were ah, leaving. There it is. Uh... It melts you down from the inside. <laughs> it does not do that. Uh, however, the pollen also stimulates plant growth. Places where pollen falls are said to grow thick with large plants. 
that, that that's a lot tamer than I thought. It no, would yeah, be. I also thought they were like when I started reading that one when I was like, I thought it was going to be like, it was going to be like, oh, it starts out fine, but then it's like going to cause super disease. But it was like, no, nah, you just kind of you kind of fall asleep, and then it it kind of makes all the plants look real nice. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. I was yeah, I thought it was going to be awful, but like if I see all this thing, you know, explode like a quote volcanic eruption I'd be like oh my gosh everybody ru-. <laughs> that was it that was it maybe sneeze and then i and then i you know oh, I, crawl into a little ball and fall it's uncontrollable <laughs> sneezing oh, oh honestly that does sound like torture to me i have bad bad enough allergies already and i'll be like sneezing have like a horrible it's like seeing that i'd be like well just take me take me out i'm I meant to leave this place, but then it just faints me, and I'm like, well, as long as I'm not waking up sneezing, I'm fine. Well, I imagine you standing beneath the Venusaur, and it just, like, shoots you with one of those. You're just like, kill me, just step on me, crush me with your huge, buff, beefy legs. Just end it. I can't stand sneezing anymore. That really shows you my tolerance for, like... See, I'm fine. I will cut open my hand, and I'll just be like, "Well, just put a slap of a, a bandaid on that, baby, and we're everything's fine." But me, like with like sneezing and stuff, I'm just like, "End it! I, just take me." <laughs> I am in living hell. <laughs> I have a very strange tolerance for different things. Oh my goodness, this is funny, funny. funny. Uh, so now we'll move into our possibly new segment we'll see if we enjoy it but it's called what it could be i was first thinking about this when we did the skinny del caddy episode we kind of talked about all oh, possible things they could have done with like a mega del caddy and like different forms of del caddy and like doing stuff with that and that got me thinking and i was like what if we in each episode did something like that so it could be a mega evolution for a pokemon that doesn't have one it could be a regional form or in this case it is a variant on what would happen if Ven- if a like a Bulbasaur was born without a bulb and then it evolved and then like what how, what would the Venusaur turn out like and I have two different actually ideas for like what could have what could happen and another thing is that I th- I was saying like if this is an actual legitimate thing we could do for Patreon content not just our joke like make a TV show about like what what there was one point there was some point we're like we'll make a TV show about it like that's surprise guys probably not actually gonna happen but this is something it's still on the table though on the table it's kind of teetering um but there's something like where we'd make like a bonus episode like maybe like once a month once every couple weeks something like that probably not every week but like every once while we'd make a bonus episode diving into like doing this type of episode but on that pokemon like this kind of like a fake mon type thing but of a variant but so yeah that's just something i mentioned but now we'll get into so i have two possible bulbasaur born without a, a bulb it's normal type okay imagine that so one possible thought is it kind of evolves normally is that so i assume kind of that that there is now a kind of space in the bulbasaur's back where the plant like all of its like roots and stuff it goes in so now there's kind of a space so it, it evolves and when it get, as it gets up it actually it begins to use that space instead of just letting it like yeah it uses that it like begins to dig underground and it absorbs and like puts a bunch of dirt in there and then it's able to like spew that out create like a mini sandstorm around it and it uses that to hunt its prey which are now blinded so you kind of like this ground type venusaur that has this big 
lump on its back, kind of like a camel's hump that it uses to store dirt and sand and stuff. And then it's kind of like its face and eyes kind of have evolved to like allow it to see through this sand and such so that it's able to hunt in these conditions. Uh, that was one concept. That's the more, that's the basic level. Like if you were just like to level up this, this Bulbasaur and evolve it into these, this like ground type Venus. There's one. All right. Now it's my, now it's okay, my good. turn. You can't get to it. Okay. You go. You get one. Imagine Venusaur, mm-hmm. but instead of this silly green bulb on its back, you take it off and you actually add a volcano onto it. <laughs> so it hunts its prey by shooting molten lava balls at them and setting the local <laughs> wildlife ablaze. And it's now fire ground type. Oof. That'd be... Or maybe that can be a variant off of yours. I'd allow that. The... This is a sub of yeah, that. Possibly like, maybe. so it's normal type, it's ground type as Ivysaur, then it evolves into that fire ground type or volcanosaur. Or it could also maybe be rock, so it's like uh, fire rock, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, It could yeah, also yeah, be, yeah. either one could work, and then just ivy so instead of being ground, it'd be rock. Something like that. Yes, uh, yes Just because yes. I don't want it to step too much on camera ups. Uh, turf, which is just a camel, camel. like a, a volcano camel, which is what? fire ground. I already stole my idea that I just came up with. <laughs> oh. Uh... But yeah, that's so I was just like change the type a little bit, so it's a little different. But uh, I, I like the, I like I like imagining this like uh, even like even just like a bulb or any of those was just like instead of a bulb, just a a cat a cannon a volcano also a cannon would be cool, but I don't think that's logistically how well that works. But like a volcano on the back, just like kind of Dude, red skin. What are you talking about? The uh, not that the Venusaur, but the turtle Venusaur with the huge cannons. Okay, well, he's got cannons. Just so you know, he's got cannons. The, the cannon I was thinking of. Imagine taking like just like a cannon off of like a ship and just, just oh. putting it on Venusaur's back. That's why I was like, maybe wouldn't work because that way. Oh no, that'd still be. It awesome. would be cool, but I don't know how it would evolve to do so. Uh, magic, but. Uh, the yeah. other one that I have thought of was that instead of having the plant there, the bulbs and also both of mine could also just be like a regional variant and instead the Bulbasaur just starts out like, it's not like a bulbless, it just starts out with this, but um, where the Bulbasaur starts out and then it actually has like a parasite type like worm or something like that get it and take up that space and they create like a symbiotic relationship there. And then it kind of becomes a, and it uses, so these parasites grow by being able to work with the Venusaur and it actually, yeah, so it becomes kind of like a bug poison type and it's kind of like the darker evolution line and requires, like, you do certain stuff there, maybe like leveling up at night, different stuff like that. And I, I know one kind of just for look that I really like for this one is that the parasites with Venus are actually at the Venusaur level actually start to kind of like take over almost more. So they are bigger and it actually walks on the like parasites. Like they, like it has like four ten like parasite tentacles come out that it uses to walk on. It has two more that it uses to attack. I thought that would just be a really cool concept look. Um, yeah. Like would it be made out of like a bunch of like little wormies? Is that kind of the image you're uh, going for? No, but that like inside the Venusaur is like their nest kind of like, so the kind of the oh, okay. Venusaur itself is actually smaller, but then it has all of these bugs coming out of its back, like these tent, like these like worm tentacle things. 
like an organic mech would you yeah say? i think or yeah actually organic mech would be a great way to put it as as on pretty as that sounds just gives the heebie yeah because i like the idea that at the venus like at the bulbasaur and like ivysaur level it's like it's a little bit more symbiotic but at the venusaur level the parasites kind of start to take over almost and they become the dominant part of the pokemon i thought that'd be a cool yeah like with lore stuff i think that could be a really cool with pokedex entries you could really dive into like the concept of that but yeah i do enjoy yeah so maybe we can do that more in the future we'll, we'll see whenever we have good ideas and now gabe you'll be prepared in advance so you can so because i had oh, i thought we were, i thought we were doing something now i was like oh no it's not in the paper no 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 i i don't think i have anything that's not in the paper today because i actually wasn't lazy and i actually went through the entire thing to i'm like last week where i was just like you know this thing i made two months ago it is way less professional ah that's probably good uh, <laughs> that's what we're all about uh, here though <laughs> uh so now we can get into venusaur stats uh so Venusaur is just base stat total is 525. It has an 80 in HP, 82 in attack, 83 in defense, 100 in both its special attack and special defense, with an 80 in its speed. Obviously, this is kind of it's a special Pokemon. It has um, it's based on doing special attack. It can take special defense uh, attacks better, and it doesn't have a horrible speed stat. Um, but it's not like not going to be outspeeding the biggest threats but it's kind of it's bulky enough that it's able to take hits but when it mega evolves into mega venusaur it goes from 525 to 625 base stat it keeps its same hp stat of 80 but its attack goes from 82 to 100 its defense takes a huge jump from 83 to 123 its special attacks jumps from 100 to 122 while its special defense jumps from 100 to, one t- 100 to 120, its speed stat remains the same. So these are huge changes that make Venusaur uh, hit harder. Like, not, not crazy harder as, like, as some Megas get, but still harder. But, like, much more importantly, it's able to, t- it's much more tanky. And it's able to take it. <clears throat> take a hit when it Mega Evolves, especially when it gets that thick fat. It really lays into its defenses. So it's a much better defensive Pokemon. It can really take hits. And if you've ever played against a Mega Venusaur, you notice these changes. Like, it takes hits like a champ after it Mega Evolves. But is is AD a, a large pool of HP? Um, It's not bad. It is not bad. There are definitely Pokemon with much higher HP stats. And uh, if it didn't... If its defenses weren't so high, that would not really be a, an amazing HP stat, but I, th- I would say it's middling. It's not bad. It's not stellar, but okay. it is an HP stat that with good defenses and like good resistances, good healing with stuff like that, it can be made up for. So Venusaur okay. has the right tools to use that 80 HP stat. I like mm-hmm. it. So we can talk a little about Venusaur in Sword and Shield singles, which I actually few probably a few months ago now at this point, but when we first started, I was playing with Venusaur a lot uh, in that format. And so the main thing that right now you'd want to use Venusaur as is a chlorophyll sweeper. So this means so here's the gist of it. It's technically first of all, it's technically in UU, but 
it can it's honestly better used in OU, but it's just not used enough in OU to be considered that just for technical things. But so kind of what I had. So the main basis around having Viriswords, you want the Pokemon Torkoal. It's a great defensive Pokemon, has a lot of things it can set up. But most importantly, it has the ability Drought, which means that the, when Torkoal goes in, it sets, sets up harsh sunlight. Now you'll probably want to have an item on Torkoal that extends that. So it's, instead of being only five turns, it'll last for eight turns. But the great thing about Torkoal, you can switch it in repeatedly because it has great defenses. So this will allow you to switch in Venusaur. Now, because of its ability, Chlorophyll has doubled speed. So it's pretty much outspeeding pretty much the entire tier. Very good. Now... What you're going to want to do, step one, is use the move Growth. Now, normally, Growth just increases your attack and special attack by one stage. Except, when you're in harsh sunlight, which it does it by two stages each. So, in one turn, you have doubled speed and doubled attack power, which is amazing. You'll be wanting to use special moves. Uh, two that you, like, need are Giga Drain and um, uh, Sludge Bomb. Because you're probably going to be running Life Orb on this set so that you can get that increased damage. Uh, Giga Drain is going to allow you to heal health, and Sludge Bomb is going to be just a good strong move. Both of those are your stab moves, so you get a 50% boost to damage there, so you'll be able to do a lot of damage with those. Now, your third, your I guess your fourth move, since your third move is growth, uh, there's two real options there. It's kind of what you need on your Venusaur. There is the general one, which is uh, Earth Power. This is a ground-type move. Not, I think it's like 80, 90 base power. Pretty good move. It's going to allow you to hit certain Pokemon, but not others. Whereas if you could choose the other move, which is Weather Ball, which is normally a 50 base power normal-type move. Not good. But in weather conditions, it changes its typing. So, for example, in Harsh Sunlight, it becomes a 100 base power fire-type move. And because it's in... Harsh Sunlight, it gains a 50% boost of power there anyway, because it's a Fire-type move. So it becomes a very powerful Fire-type move that gives you great coverage that you normally wouldn't be able to get for a Grass-type Pokemon. And uh, the only problem with that one is that it only is useful during the sunlight. So pretty much you need to choose what Pokemon are going to wall Venusaur. Because if you choose... Uh, Weather Ball, you're going to get walled by Pokemon such as Toxapex, uh, Chandelure, uh, and um, Dragapult. Because you're not really going to have a move that can hit either of those Pokemon really good. But if you choose... What? Dragapult? Dra Dragapult? Dragapult, yes. That is a... Like a dragon catapult? Yes, it is a... That is a ghost dragon type Pokemon introduced in Sword and Shield that shoots out its unevolved forms from its head. That is the dopest thing I've Dude. ever heard. I'm so glad I caught that. Dude, Dragapult is, is an awesome Pokemon. Pretty good, too. Um, I think it's an OU, but um, yeah. Hmm. But then if you... I'm trying to remember what... Uh, oh, yeah, because... Then Weather Ball is going to allow you to take out other Grass-type Pokemon better. It's going to allow you to take out uh, some, like, Steel-type... It'll allow you to take out Pokemon... That, like, uh, levitate easier, because I think, like, Flygon could be a bit of a problem, too, but you have, well, yeah, no, actually, I don't know what about, there's, I can't remember, there's, it's been a while, I remember the re the ones that gave me problems when I was using, uh, weather, because I used Weather Ball, Venusaur, so I remember one time, the ones that gave me problems, but there were other ones that you're going to be better, better able to hit with Weather Ball, so pick your poison that way. Now, 
if you're doing a mega venusaur which is where you're, if you're going to do that it's going to be in the um national decks singles or whatever uh the main way thing you're gonna take from it is that you're gonna be using mega i already said mega venusaur i'm a little tired you're using mega venusaur it's national decks here we go here's the things that you get from it why you might use it why like the benefits you get first off it's only weak to flying and psychic type has no other weaknesses has great so great defensively because you can switch it into a lot of things now when you're running a mega venusaur you're going to run a more defensive set because it has a higher defensive stats and you're going to want to use moves such as synthesis and leech seed which will both help you recover hp and keep your health healthy and it'll be able to allow you to make the most of your defensive uh stats because you're going to be able to take hits more then you just heal them back up so it's really good there besides that you're going to probably have um uh first off sludge bomb because it's a it's your strongest poison stab and then otherwise than that you could take you could take giga drain if you want if you just want another stab or you might take a hidden power uh if you can uh is often what people would use with that because of just for coverage and you have a high special attack stat so you're going to get a lot out of your Hidden Power. I don't know if Hidden Power is actually allowed in National Decks. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't played too much in there. I don't have any Hidden Powers anyway. Or, anyway, But if it's not, you're probably just going to want some uh, other coverage move. You might use Earth Power or you might use... Um, uh, you might just do Giga Drain. But whatever you want there, choose it. So that's the what we have on competitiveness for Venusaur. It's, pretty, it's always been pretty good Pokemon. Overall probably the best of the three generation one starters the only times it has actually been like charizard has been a little better is when the two mega evolutions were introduced because it had that ability to be like well what mega is it it's the unpredictability where venus will only have the one so it was kind of predictable so that's the only time i feel like I feel like that's just cheating, honestly. Yeah, that's Charizard has been shown a lot of favoritism, but it is a really cool Pokemon. I've never, like, I understand people's complaints. Like, yeah, Charizard has gotten a lot, a lot of attention compared to some other Pokemon. Personally, I like Charizard. I'm not, I, I'm not much to complain. About someone who really complains about Pokemon in general, but I understand people's complaints. It's, they're they're warranted. I understand them. You just hopped on the. Uh... Charizard bandwagon, I see. <laughs> Shoot. I, I was, it's not that I like love Charizard. I just, I just don't care. I'm like, cool. He, it's extra stuff uh -huh. that we get. Yeah. I'm, okay, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I guess we'll just move on to trivia. Little, little punk. Heck, heck yeah. You're a little punk. Uh, so, first piece of trivia. Gigantamax Venusaur has an exclusive G-Max move, and it is called G-Max Vinelash. Well, I guess it's going to have one. It's not technically out yet. But, uh... GMAX Vinelash is a grass-type um, Dynamaxed move, and on top of doing its normal damage, it continues to deal damage for four turns to any Pokemon that isn't a grass-type Pokemon on the other side. Now, we don't have exact confirmation, but it's likely one-sixth of the target's max HP every turn, because um, Char because Blastoises has the same thing but with Water-type, and Charizard's is the same thing but with Fire-types instead of with the Grass-types. And so, assuming that they're all the exact same amount of damage afterwards, which I would assume so, then it's going to be one-sixth, which is pretty good. Um, especially in doubles, since you're, you're going to affect that on both the opposing Pokemon. It's good. There's a reason that 
Gigantamax um, kind of got, well, Dynamax itself just got banned in singles, and it's allowed in doubles just because you can uh, have two Pokemon target down a Pokemon, a Dynamax Pokemon, but yeah. Uh, wait, uh, quick question. Yeah. When people have these, like, tournaments in Fire and Shield, do they do it in the actual Fire and Shield game, or do they do it, like, somewhere else? Uh, it's Sword and Shield, but... <laughs> so, so what was I saying? You said Fire and Shield? What? I, just, <laughs> I don't know where I came yeah, from. I was, just, I was trying to think of, like, Fire and... I don't know, um, but... Uh, yeah. So you can play online in the Pokemon, like, the there's a Pokemon thing on in the game, and there's different tiers, and you can get into those. So you can play them in there. But when there's actual tournaments, um, what I believe happens is, is that everyone you get into one area, and then like into like a thing, and you have like the tournament there, and then like you connect with the other person and battle them with through the game. Oh, D- but, but do you bring it on Switch? I believe so. Well, uh, we actually haven't really All had right. too many in-person tournaments yet, just because of you know COVID and everything. We haven't really been able to have too many of those. But I would from. The past things I've seen with VGC tournaments, they would bring, like, their DSs. And you would see them doing it. So I would assume, yes, they would bring oh, their that'd be pretty cool. own Switch. I would love to have, like, the feeling if they had, like, online tournaments of having to go into the game on your Switch at home. And you have to go to the, the building where it's taking place. And then they have, like, emailed you if you're a competitor. <laughs> like, a way to get in. And you walk in, there's just, like, a bunch of other people in their Pokemon clothes. On the game. That would be awesome. And maybe there's like a viewing section too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They don't have That'd be a something. They don't have anything quite that cool. But I know that. I think we mentioned it a little while ago. Is that they are doing some form of online tournament. Since they had to cancel their in-person ones. And that like only people that qualify for like. I think it's like Masters or something like that. It's. Are allowed to compete and stuff. People who are you know good. It's not just like anyone. Since it's an online tournament. Yeah. They can just have anyone because um, mm-hmm. otherwise i might have actually competed just because i was like i would have wanted the experience but i'm like i don't know because i think that would be a cool experience but i'm like yeah i'm not mm-hmm. good enough that i understand why they wouldn't want someone like me going in with those because it would just be i would just get my my like i would the floor wiped by me i'm just like i would have covered with like these are my favorite pokemon <laughs> they aren't maxed out stats but they're cute oh look they're all defeated oh well <laughs> there we go <laughs> So yeah, I I would enjoy watching it in the fake stands. Oh my gosh, I'm fantasizing over that now. That sounds yeah. awesome. I want that. I have watched some like tournament battles before, and they're always super interesting. Watching people like seeing these different strategies. Some are so unique and stuff. It's really, it's really fun to watch. It's really enjoyable. But let's move on to some more of these uh, trivia since. This is already a pretty long episode, and I'm noticing <laughs> that our uh, audio files already getting relatively oh, long, so I wanna, don't want to take too too long this episode. So, other signature moves that Venusaur has had is that Frenzy Plant was once Venusaur's signature move, which is kind of like a hyper beam move where you use it one turn, does a lot of damage, but then you have to recharge the next turn. But it's a grass-type move. Um, but that is no longer... Venusaur's signature move as um, all I think all grass type starters now are able to learn it um, so no longer Venusaur's signature move but still it's a cool looking move I've seen it in the I think it was used in the anime at one point and it looks 
It looks really sweet. It's like these big spiky vines. And it, they come out of the ground. It's really... I really like the concept. Because it's like Blast Burn, like Hydro Cannon, and Frenzy Plant. They're all super cool looking moves. But, like, you know, sadly, they're not used a lot. Because moves that make you have to recharge on your next turn aren't really, really used because of that. Oh, you mean like... Not not recharge as in you can't use it the next turn, but as in you need to wait out the next yeah, turn. Yeah, you cannot attack on your Ooh. next turn. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, it's uh the only uh Pokemon that actually uses those types of moves is Slacking because its ability makes it so it can only attack every other turn anyway, so it's like might uh, as well gain the most out of it, like since it's Yeah. Uh but yeah. So, um another fun fact. Venus. Oh no! Another thing with signature moves is that currently Vine Whip is a signature move of the Venusaur line, though that m- may change as more Pokemon are brought into Sword and Shield, especially Pokemon such as like um, Bell Sprout, uh, Weeping Bell, and Victory Bell. Like these Pokemon that are kind of like just made of vines, they're probably going to be able to learn Vine Whip. But as of right now, they're the only Pokemon in Sword and Shield that are able to learn it. So they're going to keep that for at least one more week. But who knows after that. So, uh, Venusaur is exactly the same size as another grass-type Pokemon, Tropius. Both have the height of 6 foot 7 inches and weigh 220.5 pounds. Venusaur's number in the National Pokedex and the Fiora Browser are the same, with the Fiora Browser being the Pokedex for the Pokemon Rangers game. Wait, what? Pokemon Rangers game? Yeah. It was a spin-off kind of, uh, game that came out on the DS. It was... I, I never played it, um, but it looked interesting. You, like, captured Pokemon in, like, a different way. You, like, had to, like, circle things with the stylus. But kind oh. of interesting. I... Oh, wait. Is that the one with the uh, the underwater castle? I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, the castle? movie. It's, like, Pokemon Ranger. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the... That's kind of the... Yeah. People? I think okay. so. Okay. I haven't played the game, so I don't know if it's the exact people, but it has the same idea of the Pokemon Rangers. Because so, those came out yeah. around the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like with Ivysaur last week, due to the sensor that prevents Pokemon with offensive nicknames being traded on the global trade system, a Venusaur with an English name could not be traded on the GTS without a nickname in Generation 5. Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, Venusaur <laughs> shares its category with its pre-evolution forms and Sunkern, all of them being known as the Seed Pokemon. Now, if the player chooses Charmander as their starter in Pokemon Red, Blue, Fire Red, or Leaf Green. It is impossible to get Venusaur registered in the Pokedex without trading, for no NPC in the said games uses a Venusaur under this condition. Now, huh. in, however, in Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, after the player has unlocked the National Pokedex, Cool Trainer Albert uses a Venusaur in knockout mode at the trainer tower. I don't know if that actually counts it towards your Pokedex, but there is a one trainer who does use a Venusaur. And he's cool as all heck. Yeah. Cool trainer Albert. <laughs> I, I think cool <laughs> trainers were eventually changed to ace trainers, I think. What? Oh, that's so dumb. But that, I might be wrong. There might still be cool trainers. I'm... Oh my god. I do like some of the names for. Because it's just like Pokemon veteran name. And it's like, these people are very much uh, distinguished by what they. who they are. Like, what they look like, pretty much. 
This is Bird Keeper so and so. This is Fire Breather Tommy. This is Rock Climber Jimmy. That's that's the gist of Pokemon names. Oh my gosh, I just realized what Pokemon you'd have in real life. Because you work on a roof and stuff, you would have that one Pokemon that carries that big metal thing. Oh, uh, Conkeldur? What's his name? Is that his uh, name? The big, Is that it's the big metal pole. So just so I can... Yeah. Oh, no, that's not... Conkeldur has well, giant pillars that he holds in his hand. That's Girder has the uh, metal beam. Yeah, that'd be yours. Mine would be something electronical. You'd have like a ma- Magneton. Or, yeah, Magneton, probably. Something like that. That thing sounds pretty big and pretty electronic. Magneton is just three Magnemites put together. Oh, no, I love that guy. Oh, Heck yeah, I'm down I, with I that. love the Pokemon. They're like, it's me, but if there was more of me, like Doug Trio, it's like, <laughs> is that really a new Pokemon, or is this just three guys came together and was like, we don't have the heart to tell them that we didn't evolve? I like the one that has two heads and it evolves and a third head just pops in the middle of them. Oh. It's like, I don't even know what it is. Doe Duo evolving into Doe Trio. Yeah. Oh, I love... There, there are definitely... Big some, upgrades. There are some great Pokemon out there that have just some really interesting designs through evolving. It's just like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I do enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the, all my fun facts. So. Oh, I, I got the one. The one fun fact. Alright, so in the Acharmanathosaurus, it says that Venusaurs cannot operate an XPS 13 Dell laptop or similar computer variants. This is because they have fat hands and break the device they're working on. Uh, this is shown in episode 93, where Ash and his, his group, I don't know what building they went into, it doesn't say, but then there's a bunch of cubicles and all the Pokemon are working like a day job, and then the Venusaur just slams his computer but luckily he had a uh, analog phone that he could talk to on speakerphone to talk to people so in the end i guess it worked out for him but yeah that was a that was a great episode i remember i remember that one Mm -hmm. it was all about the beautiful reasons to have capitalism i believe uh such a it's a fine episode. Really heartwarming, actually. <laughs> yep. Seeing all the Pokemon doing real jobs. <laughs> Getting off the streets. <laughs> Get- <laughs> uh, yep. We'll go into some housekeeping after our the great. Well, I can't say the greatest fun fact. I think the Victini one was Victini maybe was my favorite. Uh, but so, email us what Pokemon you want us to do at thepokenomicon at gmail.com pretty yeah just email us we'll do we'll do your pokemon we don't have that many we don't get enough emails for us to actually have to to like debate oh should we well we have to do this one it's like if you email us we're gonna do it just so you're like man you just have to email us though yeah you do have to do that so that's probably the hardest part also i guess you don't have to email us you could if you want you can also like leave comments on like a like social media post you could just comment on an episode just any at this point, just, like, any way you get to it, we're gonna get it, so just tell us. Like, eventually, we'll probably get to the point where we'll want emails, but we don't get enough that it's, like... I, I'll see all of them anyway, because there's not that... I'm not that many notifications. So just... Just give it... We're not blowing up yet? No, so surprisingly... No. Our... Shoot. My, my, like... We do have, like, seven, eight followers on, like, Instagram. 
even though we get like 15 Dude, to 20 views a views a um Heck view, yeah. views a week, which is cool i actually i i like every couple of days i'll go in and be like "Ooh, we got some new views <laughs> as long as we got two people to make happy every week one for you one for me mm-hmm. I was going to say just one, but then I feel like I'm leaving you out. <laughs> I, you know what? That's good enough for me. If I can make one person be like, yes, the the thing is out now. That's not my mom. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Sorry, mom. I love you. But I don't know. I want to talk to some other people. Yeah. Mom. She did text me one time when I was at work, a picture of her notifications and our episode is on there. And I'm like, thanks, mom. <laughs> It, it, it put a smile on my face. I was happy. That's great. Oh, my mom doesn't listen. Oh. oh, she's not a real mom. <laughs> true, true. That's true. That's like yeah. Nothing else I can say. Besides, you can also follow us on like Instagram, Twitter. Uh, follow. You can subscribe to the podcast. Follow. Be like boop. Now you can get us super fast. You can do all that stuff. Or you don't. I guess you don't have to subscribe. Subscribe. I don't i just i i'm gonna say follow and subscribe just because then i get to see we have more people but i like i see it through the views anyway so i don't i don't need it but it's like it is fun to see so <laughs> uh our intro and outro music were was and is and will be you're the dummy uh off of Derek clegg's album solar next week we're doing a double feature of some of my favorite generation five pokemon of poniard and bishop bisharp not just bishop it's bisharp bisharp uh, there's some of my favorite they're some of my favorites also in competitive using in competitive pokemon so i'm really yeah i'm excited for that one i literally just chose that one because i was thinking about it and we didn't get one in this week no one emailed us guys i get to choose the next you can one choose now. the next one yes it's gonna be what's c dot like C-dot. my third favorite pokemon goodness me that little boy Heck yeah. can he take some hits <laughs> yeah so look forward to that one in a couple of weeks and uh, <laughs> until then stay frosty go catch a pokemon you're the dummy that don't believe in science you're the dummy that don't believe in science you're the dummy that don't